Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, Vol Nation. Welcome to another episode of Believe in Tennessee Football. I'm your host, as always, Kyler Kerberson. Uh, joined with Reed Bacon this week after a solo pod last week. Uh, we talked about some of the stuff I touched on last week, Caden Salter, um, you know, what that means for him, and some of the other guys going into the transfer portal, some other guys on Tennessee getting in trouble, and NIL, and, and you know, what that means for the future of college football and what that means for Tennessee. So uh, let's jump into it. By the game. Snap. The kick is in the air, and the kick this time is no, sir, Reed. No, sir, Reed. Final score Tennessee 20, Florida 17. Pandemonium reigns. Looks, loads up. Fires long for the end zone. The pass is going to be caught. Tennessee, Tennessee wins by Tennessee. Jawan Jennings. Jennings makes the catch in the end zone on the Hail Mary. Down at the 35, to the 40, to the 45, to the 50, to the 45, to the 40, to the 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. What did he do? All he did was score. Joey Pitt, touchdown on play number one. So before we get into the show, got to shout out our number one sponsor at Bet Online. You know, baseball is coming up. Uh, you also have the NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, and there's just a ton of stuff to bet on. So for all of your news, your stats, all the odds that you would want, Bet Online has that. So go on, head over there, and uh, you know, get in on that action. It's it's fun to bet on these games. It gets a little more interesting that way. Um, so visit the website or use your mobile device to sign up and receive a 50% uh, welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, welcome in everybody. So glad to have my co-host back. Reed Bacon, how we doing there, Reed? I'm good, brother. I missed you last week. I was uh, on vacation, and it was an incredible vacation. Uh, Ariel, my girlfriend, and I uh, went and uh, had a nice week, and it was great. But I missed you, and I enjoyed listening to you again. So I I, I appreciate that. Thank you. I thought I thought it was a pretty good one for being by myself. Um, I think I got I think I got a little intense, like father kyler came out a little bit like why are you making these dumb decisions um well i also thought it sounded good like not good but like it just kind of sounded different because you had lost your voice from justin worley's wedding <laughs> yeah. so you just sounded like serious matter of fact yeah that kind of dad type so it was yeah fun. yeah yeah i the i was actually like a nickname i had like my last couple of years at, at tennessee because in the O-line room, we didn't bring in an offensive line in the class after me, not one single guy. So, that's good recruiting. Yeah, that's great recruiting. Way to go, Dooley. Um, 
so the, the like the closest in age was two years younger than me. So they called me Grandpa Curb. Yeah. Like towards the end of my time there because I was so much like older, older than them. Yeah. And like more mature. Like I had a uh uh basically now, a wife oh now wife i was engaged yeah. my last year there so it was like you know diff- different animal than what they were what they were up to you but do, uh yeah. but i, yeah. I, I matter of fact it's funny i still remember reading in the knoxville news sentinel that recruiting class and duly signed nine defensive backs <laughs> this was like nine defensive backs and no defensive no offensive linemen like what are you doing duly like go comb your hair <laughs> Even though I get better, I get better hair than Dooley. But, anyways, um, well, let's just jump into it tonight. We're gonna be hopefully short, sweet. We just actually have kind of a decent amount of news to talk with um, after some of the stuff that's happened today and this week. But yeah, um, first thing is I want to hit on the Salter stuff real, real quick. Um, I've seen some stuff where people are like, "Well, it's legal in other states. It's gonna be legal here. It's not legal yet." Follow the rules, bro. And you know what? If you're not going to follow the rules, don't be an idiot about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hey, hey, guess what? Everybody in college drinks, even though they're not 21. So somehow they get away with that right. because they're smart about it, because they stay at a house, because they, you know, aren't out and about in the street or driving around. That's, I mean. Every go to single- a dorm room. Go to a dorm room. Pre-game, go out. After you go out, go get you a Mc, a McDouble, a McGangbang, or whatever that sandwich was from from McDonald's. That's exa- yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, what it was. And, and, for the and, people and, for the people that don't know, it is putting a whole McChicken inside or in between two the patties of a McDouble. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My my that, actually, was, that was my go-to. Two yeah, you them. actually introduced me to that. So. Um, <laughs> But anyways, yeah, go get your stuff, get back, and and play some Xbox and go to sleep. Like, don't be an idiot. If you're going to smoke marijuana, go to someone's off-campus apartment or go somewhere that you can sit on a back porch, smoke, sleep there. Don't be driving around with it. Like, like I promise people on here that, like, read at 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, the people that know me, I was a clown. Like, I, I still like to have fun. I still like to do stupid stuff, like – but I'm just, you know, I'm older now, so I'm more mature. But, like, you got to be smart about stuff. Like, and honestly, what really pissed me off about this, where obviously he just had he just had learned his lesson. Or I, he had just gotten in trouble. He should have learned his lesson. Yeah, Bro, I don't need you being the quarterback of a university of my team. I don't care how good you're going to be. Like, and the other thing is, too, I don't think he's going to be that good. He's going to go somewhere – and if he goes to a smaller school, he'll probably put up some really good numbers. But the only way that I'll ever sit here and look back and be like, dang, like, I wish we had him. I wish he wasn't an idiot and didn't screw up is if he was like a Heisman Trophy candidate. And you know what? I would bet a lot of money that's not going to happen because yeah. there's that you have to be a very, very special person to do that. Now, he acts like he thinks he's going to be, and that's fine. Go, You know, more power to you. You got to have confidence in yourself. But it really pissed me off because – you got in trouble once and you're still here at the university of Tennessee. Like you should appreciate it. And the other thing is too, like after he gets dismissed, like he didn't even really apologize. He just kind of said, I made a mistake. Like you said. And then on Twitter, like a day later, he posts a highlight video of like, I got my swagger back. Like, 
that's why I don't get on social media. That's why I literally the only reason I'm on Twitter is because of this podcast, but like, I don't get on that garbage. Cause like, I, I should remind myself, these are kids are 18, 19 years old. They don't know any difference. We, we were like that in some way, but like these kids, their egos are so stroked and they're young and immature. They're kids. Like they, they don't know life. Like I'm not saying I know life like a 40, 50 or 60 year old, but I'm 30. Like, you know, I, I feel like I, I have a pretty good head on my shoulder. It's just like, get your swagger mad about what, bro? Like, you just got kicked off a of campus. Like, get off get off social media and go work hard. Like, you're lucky, you know, he'll get another opportunity. But after that, listen, I'm not going to be surprised as if in three or four or five, six years, the guy's like, you're not playing ball. Like, he's just not, you know. And I, I'm not saying I hope that. I'm not saying that at all. I don't wish that on anybody. Like, go enjoy your time. It goes quick. But, like, it's just – I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way. Um, so, anyways, you had your chance. You're gone. We got a great QB room. Yeah. And you know what? We can. Re- we're hopefully going to be able to recruit more. So I'm not worried about him. He wasn't going to be our like the savior, anyways. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, that's the same thing I was saying last week. It's like, bro, if you're making these kind of decisions, like, what kind of decisions are you going to make as a number one quarterback? Like, wh- yeah. what? Like, you see, you seem. It seems like you're dumb. I have no idea anything about you. I don't. I don't know you personally. I don't, you know, completely up to whatever you're doing. But when you make decisions like this, you look like an idiot. Yeah, hundred percent. And no no, no other way to no other way to cut it. You're just being an idiot. Not saying you are one. You just you're acting like one. Yeah. The other thing about him too is like. He's not even that big. Like, it's always bothered me how small of a kid he was. Like, I was just nervous about him even playing in the, in the SEC. Like, you know, yeah. that stuff doesn't ultimately matter. But, like, that was another thing. Like, you know, I, who knows? If he's a good quarterback, we'll see, whatever. But um, Tennessee fans shouldn't worry that he's gone. Like, whatever. See ya. Um, all right. Next thing I want to talk about is Jordan Phillips um, that just committed literally today because we're, we're uh, uh, recording this on Thursday night. I'm pretty like at first I was like, hey, hey, you know what? D lineman, Reed loves lineman. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, six two, three hundred, good size. He's from Florida. They play a good brand of ball down there. I'm like, okay, what am I going to next? Haven't seen a lick of film. Don't need to right now. But what did I check? His offers. Boy's got 27 offers. He's got Auburn, Georgia, Florida, Michigan, Miami, Ole Miss, Missouri. I'm good. You know what I mean? And he yep. picked us. Okay, I like it. We'll see. I, I read a real quick article that said people are really high on him and think that he could be, um, you know, he could be the next one of ours that jumps from a three to a four star. Hey, that'd be great. Yeah. But I'll take that in the, in the, with what we got hanging potentially over our heads with winning three football games last year. I, I'm happy with that. So I don't know if you've gotten a chance to look at him, at him yet, but I, I'm, I'm, I was good with it. I, I haven't gotten a chance. I saw the news that he did commit. I haven't gotten a chance to watch film or anything like that. But, you know, like you said, being from Florida and the high school ball that is played down there, like you expect something more out of him. Um, and also, like, an offer from Florida in his home state and he chooses to come to Tennessee. I always love that. Like, I don't, love it. I don't know exactly where is he from in Florida. I'm- I swear I thought it said Ocala, Florida. So I think that's kind of close to Tampa. I, if I'm not it mistaken. Is. It, it, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's it's close to Tampa. Um, okay. Well, yes, yeah, so, I mean, that's really – that's two hours from Gainesville. Like, it's it's pretty close, maybe hour 45. Um, 
So the fact that he well, was that's like, why that's why I put Miami on here too. Because yeah. I don't necessarily say Miami's a powerhouse, but that's an in-state school. Yeah, exactly. So. Um yeah, I, I love it. I I I hey, you know, when Butch said five star hearts way back when it was the corniest thing he ever heard and obviously it didn't make sense, but I understood what he was trying to say. Like, yeah, I would rather have a three star that works his butt off and like really cares about playing than a five star who's just like, well, I rolled my ankle. I'm not going to practice kind of thing. Like, yeah, get out of here. So he's a three star and he's got all these offers. It just means like. I have white cells here, people. Um, It just means he's a baller. Yeah. That's yeah. that. I mean, that's how I was. That's I was yeah. Three, I, I was a three star on on, uh, on rivals, and they never four star, four star, four star and scout, three star on rivals. Um, they never bumped me up to a four star because I stopped giving media interviews. I know that's why because I literally stopped answering people's calls. I didn't do yeah. like one interview for like a every. Yeah, but everything, period. everything that was about you, like newspapers, articles, all that stuff, it was a they listed you as a four star because you had thirty something offers. Yeah. So, um, all right, next thing, quick on the list, um, big Brandon Terang, I guess is how you say his last name, dude. You know what? This is one that I'm just kind of like, whatever, we'll see because he's a four star. That sounds good. Six one one eighty six, good size for a corner. We love the fact that he went to Bama out of high school, but that's also what scares me. Why did he leave Bama? Like, what what happened there? Sometimes that sometimes yeah. that spook, spooks me and sp- scares me. Um, but sounds like the talent's there. It sounds a lot like a Joe Milton type, where it's like he could have the tools, but I don't know what's going on up in in between his ears. Yeah. Um, but but it was kind of weird to me that you know he was he was at Bama, then he's supposed to go to Georgia. Now he's with us. It was also a little weird that he's from Oxford, Mississippi, and I don't know if they even went after him. So I don't know if that's something that people in that town are talking to Lane and just like, hey, this guy's like, he's got some drama going on. But, hey, you know what? What's Who cares? It's a transfer. Yeah. Let's take a shot on him. He's got four years of eligibility. We'll see if he does anything. So I mean, sometimes, I, sometimes people don't want to be at home. So could have been no, a reason I, no, why I he I'm didn't. Just, I'm yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm, I was just saying it, it. That I'm not. I'm not. I'm just kind of throwing it out there. I, um, I mean, it, it, it's probably. It feels more like a. I'm not going to play kind of thing. It, it, in my eyes, just because he's coming from Bama and they have so much talent there, like a. I don't think I'm going to play. I might play my last year or last couple years. Like I can see the writing on the wall. Um. Because I don't know if – I mean, there's not, like, reports of him, you know, getting pulled over with weed or something like that. Well, you know? I, yeah, so, I don't know about – I don't know about – yeah, I haven't – I honestly, I don't – literally, I heard about it today as I was walking into the Y. I've looked up some stuff on him, and the quick stuff is I want to see is what was he coming out of high school, and I'll look into some of the other stuff of why. But it's a four-star transfer. He has four years. We'll, we'll see what happens. And yeah. I do like the size. six one one eighty six. That's pretty good size. Heck yeah, it is. And he, and he did actually get some PT at Bama. So, like, it wasn't like he was a, he didn't play. So, that's another good thing. Yeah. Um, all right. So, I will probably – I would say by next time we do one, I'll probably have watched some film on Jordan Phillips and, and Brandon, see what's up. Um, I'm going to talk about Darrell Middleton and Greg Emerson, the transfers. 
And what I called and told you about on the phone is I used to live in Nashville. When I graduated UT, I lived in Nashville for four and a half years. I like living in Nashville because, oh, oh, well, for multiple reasons, but uh, one of the things that annoys me about being back in Knoxville is the sports talk here. And it's all Tennessee all the time. And I get it. That's what everyone wants to hear. That's why we're doing a podcast. There's not a bigger UT fan than me or you. So it's like, that's why I listen. I want to hear stuff. But I just feel like, and I don't think they're doing it on purpose, but just some of the negativity is so annoying. Like they are, and I was talking to Jack, my, you know, one of my good buddies, huge diehard Tennessee fan. We were talking last night on the drive when I was driving home. It's like, what do you people care about some of these transfers? We were three and eight last year. <laughs> and, I, and, I know you can say, and I know you can say like Pruitt wasn't a good coach and these guys were talented players and all this, that, and the other. It's like, we're, we're like, you and I have talked about it. We're not going to be very good next year. So like all these kids that transferred, like besides like a D Lawrence and maybe one or one or one other ones, they would have had a couple multiple years, but like a lot, like Henry T is going to probably play one year, maybe two, like these guys aren't necessarily that we're going to be, you know, Eric Gray wasn't going to be here much longer. Ty Chandler, we've gotten some good run out of them. So it's like, I was listening to the radio and they were talking about the top 100 transfers in the nation. Eric Gray was number one. Henry Toto was number two. Uh, like Jameer Johnson was on there. Wanya Morris was on there. Cortavius Crouch was in the sixties. And they're like, Oh my gosh, Tennessee's lost all this talent. We've had all these decommits. We've had all these transfers. Like, yeah, we get it. we still went three and eight last year. Like who cares? Like we obviously weren't that good anyway. So like, let them go on. Let them move on. Quit acting like it's so negative. Like, we got the guys that are here. We know the NCAA stuff. People got to get it out of their head that we're playing for next year anyways. We're not playing for next year or not planning for next year. We shouldn't really care about next year. Let's just hopefully the guys play hard. Hopefully we see some sparks on offense, some sad stuff. Year two, it'll be a little bit more serious. And year three is going to be the first year we can really say, all right, let's see what we got. Yeah. So these guys are going to be long gone by then. So it does, like, I'm just so, I'm so sick of hearing like, what's going on on the Hill? Geez, something's going on over there. Like 25 kids transferred, like half these guys weren't going to play. Half these guys have one year of eligibility left. And a bunch of these dudes were walk-ons like, see ya. Like, you know, it's, it, we're not, it's not a big deal. So yeah. Darrell Middleton, let me tell you folks about Darrell Middleton. Everyone knows he's bounced around high schools. He went to Juco. He came here. Last year, he gave a six-start, 15 tackles, uh, one-and-a-half tackles for a loss, and one sack. Sweet. What, what, like, what, what do I care about that? Like, we can get a middle-of-the-road guy to come and do that. On a 3-8 and eight team, bro, on a 3-8 and eight team that got kind of lucky to beat South Carolina, so you could have been, you know, 2-9, and nine, whatever. I love, I, love, I love your honesty right now. It's cracking me up. Greg Emerson. I like Greg Emerson. I was a big Greg Emerson fan. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you right now, I got a call when he was back in high school and Cade, Cade Mays was still back in high school and Cade Mays went to the opening and Greg Emerson whipped him. And like, and I got some calls that like, bro, this guy is a dog. Now we got both those guys on the team. So it was a win-win because they were both, you know, pretty good players. Greg Emerson, like, I guess it was two years ago. Like I thought he was really good. Like I thought he was a good player. Like I enjoyed watching him. Guess what, people? He didn't play hardly at all last year. He didn't make any starts until he was playing in the Auburn game, and he had an ankle injury. Like, we, Kyler and I looked up his stats. He literally gave us nothing last year. I hate the fact that he got injured, and maybe he was going to come on a little bit later in the, at, you know, at the end of the season. He didn't give us anything last year. He's gone. 
Who cares? I hope the best for all these guys. I'm never trying to talk negative about them. We went three and eight. Who cares if they're leaving? It doesn't matter. Like, it, it legitimately does not matter. Like, I don't want to take it negatively towards the Hill, a.k.a. the University of Tennessee and our football program. Like, yeah. their coach left. We're going to have NCAA sanctions. Those guys know we're not going to be good next year. Good for Eric Gray. Like, let him go play at Oklahoma. Like, he wasn't going to make a big difference here anyway. So, like, anyways, I just – I'm tired of the semi-negativity because I don't think the radio tries to be negative. They're just kind of re re reading reports and reading these things that come out. But yeah. it's just like – I just – I can sit there and I can just imagine all these UT fans like, we lost all these players. What's going on? We're not going to be any good. Like, guys – Last time I'm going to say it, we were three and eight. Who cares? Half these guys, like, whatever. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think, like, you know, whoever created that list and, like, put Henry and Gray up at the top, like, it's just a well crap kind of thing. As a Tennessee fan, like, you know, we're getting over it. We're moving on. We're looking at new guys, new transfers coming in that are really talented players and, you know, fitting you know needs that we have and then you know someone creates a list and it's like oh oh so the the best transfers were f oh from us to to somewhere else so it, i think that's the sad part of it uh i do agree that sometimes it can be very negative because i've said before on here like i'm very much an optimist about stuff and you know when i look at the schedule and even you know, even though we went three and eight, like I look at the schedule, I'm like, let's get six wins. Like we can do that. Like it's possible. And it might not even be in the realm of possibility, but the optimistic side of me is like, yeah, we can do it. We can do it. Even if, even if all these guys transferred, even if they all left, like we can still do it. I mean, that's what I believed when I was there and I was playing is like, we can still do this. Like we can win any game that we go into. It's just, you know, are you executing? Are you doing the right stuff? Are you believing in yourself? Because like you said, a three and eight team. Yeah, there was coaching issues, but someone's got to play. Someone's got to take the snap. Someone's got to, you know, make, make the, the tack. Yeah. Make the play, make the tackle. Like coaches can't do that. So I mean, there were reasons teams just did whatever they wanted versus us. So that's why I brought this up because I was sitting in my car, beautiful morning, driving to work. And then I'm like, I literally say like, oh, dang, like that blows. Like, man, that really sucks. And I start getting this game like, well, I kind of wish Henry T and Eric Gray didn't leave. Like maybe we just kept those two. Or maybe if we kept just Henry T and D Lawrence. And I'm like, wait, Reed, we sucked last year. And guess what? We're not going to be very good next year. And those guys wouldn't have changed it. I promise you. In my heart, I do not think if you brought four or five of those best ones that left, I don't think it's going to change our win percentage next year. I, I really don't. Maybe, maybe one game. But that's it. We're not, we're not competing for anything next year. Like, so, like, what do I care if they're gone? Like, so that's what was bothering me is, like, I just – I'm a big out of sight, out of my person – and so I just wish I didn't have to hear that crap and like always talk about it because then I, then I get in my own head and I'm like, you know, it doesn't matter that they're gone because we're not going to be competing for, you know, an SEC East title next year anyway. So it's just, 
I just don't want the fans to like, and I think it's also like with this whole transfer thing, it's been like, it's, it's meant like recruiting's gone. Like we usually, you and I not recruiting guys, but these people that do like recruit recruiting, even though they live it year round, they're only like super excited for like early signing period, regular signing period. Well now with transfers, this is like every day. Yeah. It's every day. 365. So it's kind of, yeah. So it's kind of exhausting now, you know, it's like, it's just kind of a lot. So anyways, UT fans, who cares that they're gone? They probably weren't going to play much. Their names, yeah, their names. And I see on Twitter, like, oh, like, we hate to lose you. Like, go be great. Like, what do you mean, hate to lose you? Like, yeah, go be great. Like, go do awesome. I hope it works out for you. But like, what do we care? Guy didn't start for us last year. Guy's a walk-on. Guys, two of them were running backs that were good players. Guess what? We're going to be fine at running back this year. I really believe that. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, all right. Um Last, real quick, and then we'll get into some of the uh, name, image, and likeness stuff. So, Dominic Bailey got pulled over for weed. Back to the Salter thing. It's like, you know, or just anybody get caught with weed. It's like, hey, like, if you want to do it, just be smart about it. Don't be speeding and have it in the car with you or have a better hiding spot. You brought up a good point. It sounds like he was very respectful, was honest you know, with the cops, like, didn't yeah. try to restrain, didn't try to fight, didn't make a clown of himself. And guess what? He's a young kid. He's a D lineman, and he's a four-star prospect. They're probably going to give him another chance if if they think he's good. They've seen yeah. this kid practice. They've seen his workout. So, if they think he's going to help the team, they'll probably keep him on because it's his first one. So It's, it's literally so funny because I used that comparison last podcast about Caden Salter, like, bro, you're supposed to be QB1, like, as a quarterback, as a leader of the team, as a leader of the offense, you can't have those bad decision-making things on your resume. Like, like no one is going to follow you if you do that. And I literally go, now, say a random defensive lineman gets one. Like, that's <laughs> – I literally said, that, like, that's fine as long as he comes out and, you know, gives me five tackles a game. Like, yeah, yeah, he just, yeah. he's not leading anything. It's just like, yeah, you could still be on the team. You'll be fine. Like a little mess have, no big deal. And then this literally happens. happens. And it's, yeah. it's that exactly is what I said. <laughs> that is funny. I don't like, know what I don't know what they said. I'm guessing they said the same thing everyone. We're aware of it. We're looking into it. We're gonna handle internally internally. Wait until more that. information comes out. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all. We're a bunch, <laughs> we're a bunch of clowns. Um <laughs> So, anyways, we'll see what happens. I mean, just be smart about it. Like, you know, hide it. Don't drive while you're high or, like, whatever. Like, there's some very creative ways to hide it if you want to do it. Like I said, I don't do it, but I know people that do. And when they drive with it, they have very good hiding spots. They do different stuff or whatever. Like, um, all right, lastly, the NIL stuff, name into and like us a name image and likeness so it started already yeah so i was talking to you and we've talked about it on the podcast not on the podcast so i was like well yeah kylan probably would have like gotten some stuff like he's a knoxville kid like people knew him he's a pretty good player like there would have been some people that hey post this or post that or be a brand ambassador all that post something on your twitter whatever and i'm like but it would have been reserved for more of the other people well then as the weeks leading up I'm seeing like, I'm seeing like a player 
from like ETSU putting something out. I'm like, what? And then I see like some walk-ons putting stuff out. I'm like, what's going on here? And then I'm putting some some then I see some people that are like on UT's team that they're not bad. They're not walk-ons, but like they're probably not gonna play. And I'm like, what are these clowns doing? And then guess what? One of those clowns that I saw it like he got a sponsorship already or like he's doing something. I'm like, okay, you know what? And like I've really gone back and forth about this and you know what? It's like I was more worried about how it was going to affect recruiting and if kids were just going to get paid and all this type of stuff. But, you know, good for these kids. And it seems like just starting out, it's like it's going to be like just a bunch of social media influencers. I, I It'll be it'll still just be the biggest of the big that might do a radio. I mean, uh, um, YouTube. No, no, no. I'm saying like most of it's going to be influencers. I think it's going to be have to be really big stars. It'll do like a TV. um uh, commercial yes thank you thank you tv commercial or autograph signings or stuff like that you know what yeah. i mean i mean because certain people aren't going to want someone's autograph but like you know i saw where Cade mays is going to be at the old city like sponsoring some stuff so if they threw him a couple hundred bucks for that like hey great like good on you so um you know and then we'll see I, funny thing is bro i think a lot of these females in track and swimming they're gonna soccer, kill it they're gonna, they're gonna kill, kill it, it on Instagram, like I saw one thing that a girl who's that gymnast down in uh, LSU said that they're they're projecting that she's going to be a millionaire in three days just because of all the people that are going to hit her up. Yeah, you know. So I mean, it's good, just it's it's crazy, especially with some of these athletes. Like you think about like the Nike deals or the Adidas deals or whatever when they actually go to the you know uh, NFL, you can do that now. Like they can start working with Nike now and, yeah. and they're in college. And it's like all that money that they could be bringing in. Like imagine Trevor Lawrence doing this after his freshman year when they won. I, I'm pretty sure it was his freshman year. They won. Was it? Or, or I did they so. lose? But like he wins the national championship his freshman year and like, bro, I mean the amount of stuff that he could have got, and been a part of and you know er, in an earlier podcast i talked about like guys going to big cities because it might be more opportunities with everything online now i don't necessarily think that matters as much like i thought it was it would like make a difference but you know what matters now income tax that's what matters now because it's affecting them and they didn't think about it before it was never a problem before but now you're telling me you want to go to California with that income tax, or would you rather come to Tennessee, Texas, Florida, zero state income tax? Like that's going to make a huge difference. Guys aren't going to want to go out to USC. Well, the, no, the only thing about that is I think the brand of USC and, and Hollywood will still give opportunities that maybe Tennessee wouldn't. So I think it would level out. I think it could level out. Maybe. So, Either but, I mean, way, but dude, I like if you people that are LA that actors, comedians, you know, podcasters, they're leaving LA because it is know, so know, ridiculous know, and expensive. It's like if these kids, you know, can see the writing on the wall, I don't know if they're gonna, you know, they're, they're probably following the TikTok generation, and those kids are in LA right now. Well, um, let me say this. So, let me say this Kyler Curbison coming out of Knoxville Catholic and you see USC recruiting you really hard and they're like we could get you in a movie 
or we could get you in a TV show, or like you could work in Hollywood. Now, cool. Now, that, now, now that's a different animal. Or there's rappers that are like, we'll put you in a music video or whatever the thing is. Like Hollywood's Hollywood, or like we can have TikTok people come in and make you a TikTok star or like a YouTube star or whatever. And then compared to Knoxville, yeah, you might make you might make some nice coin because you know Pilot, Clayton Holmes. Calhoun's, you know, whatever they might sponsor you, but you might make only 500 bucks to go do like a showing with them. But we know what social media is like, and it's the craziest power in the world. So I think, um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to see how it goes. I think it'd be really interesting to know what some of these guys make because I think some kids are probably going to post and you're like, wow, he's doing a lot of posts. He might be making like 25 bucks a clip. You know what I mean? And then yeah. some of these guys might be, may be making 100, 200 bucks, and then some might be making a couple thousand. So you just never know. Like, I think it's when companies, when these big companies get involved, like you said, like the Nikes of the world or for these girls' makeup companies, um, athletic wear stuff or like clothing, that, that, that's when it could be. It's going to be interesting, bro. There's going to be, there's going to be more young kids with money and it's going to be, you know, what they do with it and how they handle it. Like I saw JJ, JJ, JJ Reddick tweeted, like he would have gotten a bag at Duke and he would have, he's like, oh, but Austin yeah. what, he said, but Austin would have blown it on a bunch of like beer and like polos that I've been like wearing with the collar pop. So he's kind of like making fun of himself. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's another thing too, like social media now compared to literally you know, seven years ago when I was playing is completely different, completely yeah. different. The, like the influencer, like we talked about, it wasn't really a thing back then. So even those kind of opportunities would have been so different at that point. Um, and I was like private on all my social medias. Like I never really tried to gain any followers, um, which is why like, you know, guys, two years younger than me that were on the same team as me have four times the amount of followers because they were open once they're recruiting, they were open through college. And I was like private all the way through college, like had like 120 followers. Um, But I, well, the other thing is too, I've noticed you want to keep it open during recruiting because all these fan bases. So speaking of Caden Salter, I saw where his account that he had like 13,000 followers got hacked. Yeah. Well, he's at UT now. He'd already gotten in trouble once and he made a new account. It was like, follow me, follow me. He had like 400 people. Well, people don't care to follow you now that you're on the team. You've already gotten in trouble. These other fan bases, these other coaches, these other people aren't going to now. It'll tick up now that his recruitment's open. It'll tick back up. But that's where a lot of these kids get these followers because it's all the fan bases that are trying to get him. It's yeah. all these you know, people that are, you know, our age or older or younger that are like, come to UT, we love you, go Big Orange. And then when they go to the school, they just, you know, like don't unfollow them or whatever. But so yeah, that, yeah, I, I, I could have I used my little 15 minutes of fame when I had that viral dance video at spring practice. Yes, absolutely. And I could have just like moved that into something else and started doing TikToks and, yeah, you know, freaking hitting that thing and get yeah. some money out of it. But you know, that stuff wasn't alive back then. TikTok wasn't a thing. And, you know, they get to last take advantage gonna, of it. Last thing I'm going to say, um, 
I thought about this and there'll be more things I think about over time. I think this could actually hold people in college longer. Now, hear me out. A guy like Jawan Jennings, we love him. Great player. But he was more of a college player, speed-wise, stuff like that. Now, he got drafted. I honestly think he got drafted in the seventh round literally because they know he's a dog. Yeah. He does not his, – his measurables, his speed really, really held him back. But the only reason he did get drafted is because San Fran Solo – this guy makes plays. He's a football player. He's probably work hard, good team guy. I'm telling you right now, if name, image, and likeness was around, Jawan Jennings would have made a lot, I think. A lot – like, he would have had a good opportunity to make a decent amount. I don't want to say a lot because I don't know enough about it, but I think he would have made a good amount. If that kid's a junior – that boy would be crazy if he talks to somebody and they're like, you're probably going sixth or seventh round or undrafted. And he can come back for a senior year, do another thing of autographs, do more commercials, do more posts. I think it's going to keep some of these, these guys that are hometown heroes that are college yeah. players, but their games aren't going to transfer the NFL as long. And you always hear about these guys who are like juniors and they all leave every year. And the numbers are worse and worse every year. It's like, 400 juniors left early and like 100 of them got drafted. Now what? Now what are those guys doing? Trying to make it in the CFL, trying to make it overseas, yeah. working inter- working an enterprise rental car. Like what? What do you, what do you, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you got a you got a guaranteed paycheck if you stay for another year. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. like I'm saying, they're they're good players in college. Like don't get me wrong, they are good players. Like especially some of these quarterbacks, like that don't necessarily transfer or uh, translate to the NFL as much. Like like an Aaron Murray or not yeah, Aaron Murray or Sam Ellinger or uh, a John Parker Wilson. Um, every, every Alabama quarterback. <laughs> right. Right. It's like, it's like all those guys like, yeah, they'll get drafted and they might hang around for two or three years in the NFL, but they ain't never thinking about going early if they can come back and they're going to make more money at one of these big schools than they are when they get, you know, or not, they'll have a, a they'll just add more money like yeah. is what i'm trying to say like instead of making zero and then making maybe two or three years in the nfl they're going to make a couple years in college and then try it their nfl i just i think and plus I, I mean i would personally do that too like it's smarter if you're not a first or second round guy yeah and i also think it could have an effect where guys that don't love football stop like or they make they make enough money in college, like doing social media stuff, maybe a YouTube channel, all that kind of stuff. And they're not necessarily in love with football. They might be a good football player, but they know they're going to get drafted, you know, fourth, fifth round, maybe later. It's going to be a grind to like make it, but they're have, you know, millions of followers on YouTube. They're just like, I'm not going to the NFL. Like, I'm good. I got my YouTube. You know, people follow yeah. me. I can just put out content. I can be a content guy. And that, that's, like, a crazy thing to think about, too. It's just, like, dude's just, like, nah, football is a way for me to get out. And I'm out. So, I'm good. Like, I'm thinking about some of these guys and their games. They were great players here, and their games just don't really translate. Um, or for whatever reason, they like, Trey Smith, his game translates great to the NFL. But he went sixth round because of – some injuries and stuff that boy yeah. would have made uh, he would have made a good amount of coin here now another thing that i thought about too is like some of these guys can still come back and do stuff when they leave but it there is not the same when you're 
you have to be an all-time great for it to mean something when you come back. Like, it's just not the same once you leave. When you're not on the team anymore, that little bit of, you know, spunk or that little bit of, like, aura around you does change a little bit. Oh, um, yeah. It's, it's, it's a huge difference. But, I mean. Yeah. But, but can you imagine, like, Chris Lofton? Now, Chris Lofton's made a really good living for himself playing overseas. But, like, he would have made a good amount of money here. And, you know, he's not an NBA guy. Um, you know, like uh, a lot of a lot of our basketball players, actually. Yeah. I mean, a lot of our guys, when we were growing up, they, they were good college basketball players. Tennessee fans loved them, but they, you know, didn't didn't go to the league or whatever, um, which a lot of those guys can still get good money overseas. But, yeah, I mean, there's just – there's guys that are not going to play pro and they're going to really be able to set themselves up and – I don't think it's – I think it's going to take them out of the, the even thought process of, like, well, maybe I should leave after a red shirt sophomore or a junior year. Yeah, so. I agree. I agree. Uh, I think that's a good point. I, I think it, it might help that that number of juniors leaving. Like, it might, it might keep guys here. Um, so, appreciate you guys coming out. Appreciate you listening, watching on YouTube. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like button, uh, notification bell, uh, you know, rate, uh, review us on all your podcast platforms. If you're just listening, uh, you know, contact us. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you, you know, might want to hear about. Uh, believe in Tennessee football at gmail.com and the number 865-322-9232. Uh, we'll definitely answer some of those questions. Uh, we are presented by betonline.ag. So if you're looking to bet on any sports, make sure and check them them out. And uh, as always, go balls. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.